0: A team that fails to plan, plans to fail. You've heard this before. And the reason why I'm saying this is because the strategic planning process is sometimes messy. Sometimes it's exhausting. Sometimes it's confusing. It's not always pretty. It doesn't always make sense. But it is necessary in order for you to actually develop a bulletproof plan that you can then operationalize and execute on. I want to welcome you to another episode of the Vision Clarity Leadership Podcast. My name is Seth Yolorda and I will be your leadership coach for the next 15 minutes or so. My goal is to help you become a high-performance leader who leads a high-performance team to make a big difference in this world. And so with this podcast, we are on a mission to help every person see themselves as a leader and to equip every leader to lead their teams with a clear, compelling vision. And so I want to thank you so much for taking the time just to come alongside of me and to journey with me for the next few moments. Each week, we provide free tools and resources that you can expand your leadership capacity so that you can lead with a big, bold, and courageous vision that will inspire your team and change the world. And I only ask that if you find this content valuable, I'll be so honored if you would write a review or rate the content wherever you consume it, and please subscribe. I'm always shooting for a five-star review, and it would also mean so much to me if you would share this content with your family, your friends, your colleagues, your team, Everybody and everybody you know, I would love for them to be able to also consume this content so they can grow as a leader themselves. Now, in today's episode, I want to deal with something that really should be on every single one of our minds. You know, we're just coming through the holiday season, Thanksgiving just happened, we're headed into December, into Christmas, and then we're starting a new year. And about this time, if not sooner, every year, Every leader should be thinking about what is our goal? What is our plan? What are we trying to achieve in this next year? Now, I want to stop and just say that hopefully you have, as a team, a five-year, 10-year, and 10 years might even be too long with this crazy environment that we're living in now, but at least have you should have a five-year strategic plan, every leader. And so really, when one year rolls into the next, we kind of already know where we're going because we already have a five-year plan. But in the event that you don't have a five-year plan, maybe you are a new leader. Maybe you're stepping into a new role. Maybe you inherited a team or you're working now in an organization where they didn't have a lot of clarity around their plan. They didn't know what exactly they were going to be doing. And so you're stepping into this new year saying, hey, We need to figure out what we're going to be working on in 2023. Well, this is the episode for you because I want to walk you through just a few tools that you can use that will really help you get clarity and get consensus around what your plan should be for this next year. Now, the first thing I want to say is that when you start this process, do not start this process alone. Let me just have a pregnant pause there for a moment. Do not start the strategic planning visioning process alone. It should be, from start to finish, a shared endeavor. You want to make sure that you're involving the right individuals on your team, the right stakeholders, you're getting the right directors and your reports who are critical to actually accomplishing the plan. You want to make sure that they have a seat at the table. You don't want to create a plan that you just came up with in your office alone by yourself no you want to be able to enlist and enroll the feedback of your team of your of your direct reports your the people who you report to you want to make sure that you are involving as many people as necessary in this process now that doesn't mean that you make this a company wide process and you have you know a strategic planning session with you know 100 people in there no no that's Clearly, too large. What I'm suggesting is that you at least need your core team who are responsible for all of the areas of your department, they need to be a part of this conversation. Now, you might not always get along with your core team, and you might be like, man, it would just be a lot easier if I did it myself. Do not take the bait. Because I want to warn you that if you don't involve the right people in this process, even though you might actually produce a solid strategic plan, a solid set of goals that you can accomplish this next year, your team won't buy into it you have to give them an opportunity to weigh in. You've heard this before. If you want them to buy in, you have to give them an opportunity to weigh in. And so you want to make sure that you have the right people. Now, once you know that you have the right people who are going to be a part of this planning session, you want to set aside a two, maybe three day, whether it's an offsite or an onsite, you want to set aside a good chunk of time for you all to do the work. Now, if it's just, you and your direct reports and there's a small team and this is something that you can get done in an eight-hour session or maybe something you can break up over a couple weeks where you have four or five hours at a time when you're working on it, that's fine. But I want to encourage you that in addition to having the right people involved in the conversation, you also have to set aside the right amount of time. I've worked with too many teams who try to fast track this planning session. They feel like There are bigger fish to fry that this conversation isn't really that important. And so they try to cram the entire year or even worst case scenario, the entire five-year plan into a two-hour meeting. And that's just not good practice. You are not going to be able to produce a solid plan in two hours. I don't care how brilliant or how ingenious the people around the table are. You need to set aside time. So the first thing you want to do is make sure you have the right people involved in the conversation. The second thing you want to do is make sure that you are setting aside the right amount of time. And I always recommend at least two, maybe three days, at least two, at least two days, emphasis added on at least, at least two days where you all can really dig in. And then once you have the right people and you set aside the time, you are in a distraction-free zone. You tell people to put away their cell phones. You have them close their computers. You really want to just dive in. And the first place that you start is you want to gain organizational perspective. You want to make sure that the people on your team are all operating with the same perspective. So what that means is you need to take some time and say, okay, let's review where we've been over the last five years. What's worked well for us? What hasn't worked well for us? Let's make sure we're all on the same page as it pertains to some of the burning issues we feel we're facing. Let's make sure that we are all on the same page around what our strengths are as an organization, what our weaknesses are as an organization, what our opportunities and threats are as an organization. That's why you do a SWOT analysis because it really is a level setting conversation where it allows everyone in the room to make sure that we're all on the same page. And so you really wanna take you know an hour, two hours to really just talk about where have we been, what's worked well, what hasn't worked well. You can even use the four helpful lists that I introduced in a few episodes ago where I talked about asking your team, you know, what's right with our team, what's wrong, what's broken, what's confused, what's missing. You can use that tool as well that really helps you gain perspective over what's going on around us and what environment are we currently operating in. Another way they frame this is doing an environmental scan or environmental map where you're really looking at, okay, what's happening financially? What's happening technologically? What's happening with our competitors? What's happening with our per, with our personnel internally? And you really just gather as much data as you can to ensure that whatever plan you come up with, it's actually gonna be scratching where your primary stakeholders, your customers, your team is itching. So the first thing you wanna do is you wanna gain perspective. After you've gained perspective, then you can begin to enter into a conversation around where do we see ourselves in five years now this is difficult for some people because some people have a hard time seeing into the future because they can't see past reality whenever you have a vision conversation with your team there are going to be some people on your team who just have a hard time with vision. And I get it. It's not that they are against the vision or they're against your leadership, but just their perspective on life, the way they see life, the way they orient towards life, the way that their mind and their brain is wired. They can't see what can be. They only see what is. And so you also want to make sure that you acknowledge that. Right? Take time to say, hey, I want us to take about an hour, maybe 90 minutes, and I want us just to dream. Now, this might be difficult for some of you all, and if you find yourself having a difficult time with this section of the conversation, I wanna encourage you just to lean in. Don't tune out, put away your shotguns. This is a kill-free zone. We're not gonna shoot down anyone's ideas. Let's just take a moment and dream. So the first thing you wanna do is you wanna gain perspective, and then you wanna say, okay, based off of where we've been, where do we see ourselves going over the next three to five years? What would it look like if when we drive onto campus? What would it look like when we step into our office? What type of customers will we be serving? What type of clients would we be working with? What's happening around us? What do we sense? What do we smell when we step into the building? What do we hear? What are some of the conversations? And literally, I would encourage you to cl- have your team close their eyes and just walk them through This visioning process, and then after you walk them through of what do you see, what do you smell, what do you sense, what do you hear, what does it look like, you have them open their eyes, and then you write down everything that they say. You are just painting a picture of what could be. This is a part of the vision process. So you want to make sure you have perspective over where you've been, but you also want to now take time to say, where could we be? What does the future hold? If budget was not an issue, if resources were not an issue, if personnel were not an issue, if we had a blue sky, blue ocean, what would it look like for us to really win and succeed? And so you start to dream about what it could look like over the next three to five years. And once you have a very clear picture and you take everyone's crazy ideas and you consolidate them into a very clear picture of what the future could be, then you start to say, okay, if this is where we're headed, what's important now? What do we need to be doing right now, today, this year, that is going to position us to accomplish this three to five year vision? And this is the process of a strategic plan. You start to really think through, okay, we're not on the tactical level yet. We're still on the big strategy level. So what are some things that, that we, as a team need to be focusing on that will help us reach our goal if our goal is increase you know customers or to hit a certain revenue target or maybe it's to put out so many publications or maybe it's to serve so many students or maybe your goal is to grow your membership by x amount okay what are the strategic levers we need to be pulling right now that can help us reach this goal. Now I want to tell you that a team that fails to plan plans to fail. You've heard this before. And the reason why I'm saying this is because the strategic planning process is sometimes messy. Sometimes it's exhausting. Sometimes it's confusing. It's not always pretty. It doesn't always make sense. But it is necessary in order for you to actually develop a bulletproof plan that you can then operationalize and execute on. It's almost like, you know, going into a kitchen. And yeah, you as a customer, you're patronizing that restaurant. And they have the kitchen doors closed because they don't want you to see the mess that is required in order to produce the meal you're about to eat. And that's kind of like the strategic planning process. It can be very messy. And sometimes we might not see eye to eye and there might be some disagreement and some argument and some conflict and some debate. And sometimes I might want to just tune out and I feel like, man, I'm wasting time. I could be sending emails right now. I could be talking to customers. I could be, you know, getting more sales right now. But you have to do this. This messy process is required in order for you to actually win as a leader and as a team. So the first thing you do is you make sure you have the right people and the right amount of time allocated to have this conversation. And then once you're in the room together, you get perspective. We want to also look at some archival data. You know, how have our sales been? How have our how has our membership growth been? What are some of our successes that we that we have accomplished over the last several years? Have the finance person bring data into that conversation and put all of that on flip charts around the room so everyone can see it. And then when you have this clear sense of this is where we are, then you want to move to okay, this is where we're going. Let's dream together. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it sense like? Where where could we go? And then once you have that clearly articulated on flip charts, you've captured all this feedback, then you start to say, okay, let's break this down into bite-sized steps. What's the first strategic lever we need to pull? What's the second strategic lever we need to pull? What's the first lead domino that if we did this, it would solve multiple areas or multiple issues for us and actually move us closer towards our goal. This is the strategic planning process. Another question that you wanna make sure that you clarify for your team, and I suggest that you do this often, is to ask the question, who is our ideal customer? Who's that person that is at the center of our bullseye? Now, having an ideal customer doesn't mean that we're trying to exclude other people, we just know that our ideal customer is this type of person. So, for example, if you are, you know, Bass Pro Shop and you are the owner, CEO, the board of Bass Pro Shop, you know that your ideal customer is that man or woman who enjoys hunting, or that man or woman who enjoys fishing, or that family who enjoys going out on adventure walks or adventure hikes. Like, that's your ideal customer. It doesn't mean that you're excluding the city dweller. It doesn't mean that you ha- you don't have anything for that, you know, for the kids. It just means that the person that we're targeting is that person who enjoys nature and being outside and hunting and fishing. That's our ideal target. And so there is extreme value in you being able to clearly articulate who our primary customer is and the problem that we help that customer solve. That allows you to get a little bit more clear on what is our goal? What where should we be focusing? What does the future hold for us? And so once you've gained perspective, you started to think about your plan, you vision where we could be in three years, you then start to break down, okay, if this is where we're going in three to five years, what should be our one-year goal and some of the strategic levers that we need to pull over this next year? And then you want to break it further down to. What should we be focusing on this quarter? Now, I always encourage teams, depending on the size of the team, not to focus on more than three or four objectives for each quarter. So every three months, we want to identify three or four kind of high level objectives that are cross functional. Everyone will work on that will help move us towards our goal. This is in addition to what I'm doing for my daily job, whether it's sales or marketing or teaching or consulting, whatever I'm doing, I'm still doing that. But I also know that as a team and as an organization, I have three or four objectives that we are collectively working on. And so you wanna take your three-year vision and you wanna say, okay, if this is where we're headed in three years, what do we need to be working on this year? What's our one-year goal? And then once you have clarity around your one-year goal and you come up with your one-year plan, Then you say, what should we be working on right now? What's our 90 day first quarter objectives? What are the three or four things that we need to make sure we do? And then you assign leaders and teams to each one of those objectives. You give them the responsibility and the authority to work on those objectives. This is essentially the makings of a strategic plan. It involves where we're going, how we're gonna get there, and who's doing what today. So as you're going through this holiday season, you're about to launch into a new year, I want to encourage you to take time with your team to engage in this conversation. If You haven't started it already. It's okay. There's still time. You can even do it the first two, three weeks of January. There's never really a bad time to do strategy, but the best time is always now. And as you're doing this with your team, if you have any questions or you've come into against any challenges, do not hesitate to reach out. I would love to be a thought partner with you and to be a resource for you, for your team. Feel free to reach out to me through email or social media. I would love to partner with you to help your team get clear on what 2023 looks like. This is the Vision Clarity Leadership Podcast, where we believe that the problem that we face today is a result of leadership but the solution to that problem is also leadership. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you next week.